what is TWS podcast uh, episode whatever? Who cares at this point? Bar. <laughs> <laughs> the rants with the vindicated. It's my podcast. And I do what I want to. People, listen. Word is it still alive? It's not working for me, Rich. Right, we gonna keep going. I but. know I changed my voice at work. Bars on the radio. What is TWS podcast? Ready? I feel like the end is staring at my watch and I'm feeling so new school. Suicide attempts. How many tries to take? Damn, 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 damn. Alright, yes, it is episode uh, whatever, who gives a fuck, uh, of the What Is TWS podcast. Uh, it's been a minute since we spoke to you guys, I apologize for that. It's uh, been a uh, a series of unfortunate events, been straight, you know, lemony snickets over here. Lemony snickets. <clears throat> lost a lot of audio, lost some video, lost, uh, just, just lost, just lost. That's so why I have to listen to some uh, inspirational music for this one. Figure if we, uh, maybe if we get Chance and God on our side, <clears throat> we might have a chance. Yeah, we're taking it back to grassroots on this one. Yeah, back to just straight audio, back to two dudes in a mixer. So, uh, just two dope boys in a Cadillac right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, episode. I don't even know. Why count at this point? Uh, man. So yeah, we had we talked about so much dope stuff in the episodes that you guys will probably never hear. But uh hey, we got dope stuff. This is gonna be the best episode ever, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know what? If you guys want it, let us know. We'll put out the bad audio if you yeah. want it. But uh It's pretty bad. Yeah. We gonna we're gonna keep going. It's pretty bad. But now we're gonna make this the I'm dedicating right now, we're gonna make this the best episode ever of what is TWS podcast. We're gonna find a way to make this uh very exciting and, and and dope for the listeners. I'm gonna start out with my rant. Uh, I haven't even introduced myself. I am Jay Flan. You should know this by now. Yeah, and this is Rich Nerd. Yes. Same guy I've always been. Same. You see, we sound so down. Like man, and those you know, other you know episodes was so much better. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is? One, I think we actually did came out and we put a lot of energy yeah. into those shows. We got to figure out a way to get those fixed. Um. Then it's also, we both work a very demanding uh, day jobs, and today for both of us was shit. Yeah, I'm like, it was a shitty day. I swear to God, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, it was a. <laughs> I can't do this no more. I can't. I can't. It's a shitty day at the workhouse. We're so trying to get over that. Plus the news, like the shit in the news. You know what? That's what's gonna give me some energy. Talking shit about, about the shit the in the news. Cause this shit is ridiculous. All right. So, all right. Before we get to that. uh Quickly, what's been going on with me? Um, I had another one of those like dad moments where uh, you realize how new things affect you differently and uh, not prepared for them. So, uh, my daughter is like a pacifier addict. That's the best way I can come up with. Like, she needs a pacifier. She and it's not so much the while she's awake; it's the the nighttime stuff. Like when she's sleeping, she has to sleep with like. Six pacifiers. Like, it's got to be enough pacifiers in the bed that she can lose one and without opening her eyes, find another one and get back to sleep. Oh, she goes off. Right, yeah. She got to wake up to find one, then she's up. If she can just reach around and find one, then she's good. So, my wife is putting her down the other night. And, um, you know, I'm usually in in my office working on something, you know, for the the podcast or for the website. So, uh, 
you know, my wife is bringing her in the room to give me my good night kisses. So she, I get my good night kiss, which is like the highlight of my day. And then um, they leave in the room. And uh, my daughter has three pacifiers. And Tammy makes the comment, oh, you got three pacifiers, uh, one in your mouth and one in each hand. Oh uh, no! I was like, Jesus, no, Jesus! This is how it starts. Oh, like that just broke my heart. Like, my, <laughs> like all, all you know what I'm, you know, and you don't want to have those thoughts yeah. in terms of your daughter, but you sometimes wonder like, where does behavior start? Like, where does, mm-hmm. like, you know, how does it? What's the jump off point? At what point? I mean, someday she's gonna be a mom too. You, gotta, you, you know what she got to do to get there. Did you subconsciously right, so you just see, give me the finger? You see that? Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. did. I do that? Did I like accidentally uh, uh-huh, you just, fix my glasses, just with, fix the, glasses with, one, with the middle finger? Look at that. Uh, you know, I ain't trying to think about none of that. I ain't trying to think, man. I swear to God. I, I don't know. I don't know. You don't want to be the first dude to come in here or the dude that I think she actually cares about and come in here. Because if, like, if that thought crosses my mind, I, I don't know... That I'm not going to yeah, be able to restrain myself. That I'm going to be able to restrain myself. Yeah, that's a tough one. If I'm sitting there looking at you and all of a sudden the idea, you know, that my daughter may be performing certain acts on your dumb look, your dumb ass, <laughs> you might not make it out of my house. Does it change if it's an upstanding dude? Nah. Nah, I don't <laughs> think it does. I don't think it does. I don't want to say no dude is good enough for my daughter, but. Uh, so now, what is, so does that change how you feel about uh, Soul Grow? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's always been that kind of thing where I'm like, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I know that you know that I know that you know, but we just going home. We going to remain again, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, she got three kids, four kids, my bad, four kids, I'm counting all of them. So she put in her work, <laughs> she's putting her fair share of work over the years. I mean, these are the, the the realizations you come into, you come to as an adult, like, I got to look at my mother. <laughs> like I know what you did 35 years ago, Ma. That brings a uh, new meaning to that conversation when you be a kid. And they be like, you ain't doing nothing that I ain't did. <laughs> well, you all right. <laughs> Been doing it quite a long time more than me, too. Oh, right, we got to change topics. This is not a good topic. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need therapy after this one. Man. Take a hit of the e uh, I don't have I don't have much of a rant. Work was a workers work. Woosaw, just one of those days. A lot's been going on in the news the past couple of days. So much is happening that is like, how much of this is stupid and BS, and then how much of it is stupid and BS, but it's a tactic in order to you know divert your your concentration and divert your vision yeah. while they're doing something else in the background. Every time something major happens, there's also something minor happens that's, you know, stealing the focus. Like we were talking about earlier today, um, um, and we don't know the full story behind them yet and what the overall overarching plan about it is, but the um, the bill that was introduced to end, to terminate the Department of uh, Education, we don't know what the overarching plan about that is. However, I mean, right now it's... We're talking about something that has very little chance yeah. of making it very far. It's been introduced to a committee uh, in the House, and that committee has to make a decision to mm-hmm. introduce it to the, to put it on the floor for the entire House yeah. to vote on. Then it's got to make it out of the House. It's got to make it to the Senate. You know, like, 
It's a long road ahead. Yeah, for no, this that's bill. what I'm saying. It's not. It's not gonna be something that's just gonna go through like that. I don't think and it has a chance. Yeah, and we don't. We don't know exactly what the overarching plan is. The the point I'm trying to make is there's so much little shit going on in the news, like all of the uproar about Ivanka Trump and her red dress and her black strap. Oh my God, her bra strap is showing, and why she spent so much on a foreign dress or Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma that. People don't even know that a bill like that was even introduced. Yeah. Does it have a plan or, or a chance in hell to make it through? Probably not. But people don't know about it because they're slick with just putting it in and diverting your gaze. So you don't know what's going on. So there's been a lot of that going on. I think that's I think that's all the time. Like I, yeah. I think I think now we are uh, we're getting so involved in the minutia of of government that because people are looking. We are. They are looking harder than ever at a reason to get this motherfucker out of office. I don't. I think there are more people eyes on waiting for every mistake he could possibly make so they can jump on it and try to find a reason to get rid of dude. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think there's anything that Trump could do to get impeached. Oh uh, yeah. There's, there's not. If he hasn't done it already, no, there's not. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> there's, nothing. there's nothing. There's nothing new. He has openly do. said, "I have forced myself on women." Yeah. And grabbed him by the pussy and he was elected. He told people, he said, you know, my followers are so loyal, I could go shoot somebody in the street today and I wouldn't lose a vote. Yeah, and and I was just about to say, there's nothing he can do shorter directly calling Obama a nigger online. And I think, and I he think can he, do that and he'll get so much backing behind it yeah. that it wouldn't do I think anything. he'd still get a pack, yeah. Yeah, he, so it's... He found a way. He, I mean, this whole... The ability to just say stuff with no... Fact whatsoever. Trump like, has he this whole wiretap thing, this whole Obama he, wiretap thing. As the president of the United States, this man openly accused. Not forget the fact that he's the former president. He accused an individual of wiretapping him. You you can't make that type of accusation unfounded and get away with it. As a person, not only is he getting away with it, but now it's it's one of those things where it's just like like rape charges. Like all you have to do is accuse somebody of rape, and then there's always going to be a segment of the population that believes they did it. Mm-hmm. So now all he had to do was say it, say Obama yeah. Obama, Obama tapped my phone. Yeah, and now, now you, public eye, yeah, Obama tapped his phone. Yeah, now you got a whole group of of the the damn uh, MAGA. Is that the thing? Make America great again. Mm-hmm. I hate that seeing that hashtag. They got a whole group of these these MAGA supporters that uh, I saw a meme the other day where it was like um, Obama picking up the phone, hello, and then Trump like, uh, your Uber's outside. And he was like, I didn't call an Uber. And he was like, you know, look out the window or something. And it was a paddy wagon. Like, I mean, and that's that's how people feel right now. Like, now Hillary should have gone to jail and now Obama should go to jail because he wiretapped. We got no evidence of it, but and, and, and that's how I feel. The, the, the fact that he can spew so much of this idiotic, nonsensical rhetoric, and it's fine. There's, you, he, he found the, he found it. He found, he found the pass. He yeah. has he the just, get out of jail free card, yeah. and he's running with it. He has the gold. Like no, nobody else. I would never in a million years think that running for the highest office in the land or being in the highest office in the land that I could say this stuff. And get away with it. He's no. like, let's see what happens. And I think that's what started. His campaign probably was like, eh, 
I wonder. And then he just started yeah. doing shit. And he's like, hey, it's working. Let's do something else. Let's sure. do something else. Fuck it. They ain't stopped me yet. I, 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 I just can't. And uh, you, you, Damn, this saying, cold got me with the high pitched voice. I saying like I can't believe it is the wrong thing. Because obviously I believe it. Because we are all looking at it. Yeah. I mean, but at this point, God it's... God damn. It's old hat. And we might as well, like... Yeah. I, let's stop being shocked by what he does. Like, we shouldn't be shocked anymore. This is par for the course. Like, this is what we should come to expect. Then it's like, it's like... And then, it, so then it, it brings up a new question. It's like on a new thought process. I'm not shocked at Trump. I just can't believe the nation. The nation that's, that's still supporting him, that's still the, backing him. Still cool with it. There's so much shit that it's just so blatantly, but something outwardly wrong. Something has got. I mean, I, I have never been like one of those conspiracy theorists, but when I look at how many people and how many major media outlets and how many there, I don't. His support still seems to be like underground, and he's these uh these alt. What is it? Alt right mm-hmm. websites and stuff like you don't see support from for him coming from uh, major news outlet. I even watch some of Fox and like people that Fox brings on right now. There are there are a, a bunch of people at Fox now that against are against him. Uh, yeah. like, it's like where? That's what I'm saying. I don't how does, so it doesn't even seem like the nation. It seems like it seems like like I hate the, this whole Russia thing. Like I I don't want to believe that, but who? Who elected him? Like, nobody mm-hmm. seems to want this dude. That's what I'm saying. Nobody. No one is outwardly... People outwardly came front, came forward and said, you know what, I voted for Trump because he's going to do this and he's going to do that. Day five, once he kept talking, everyone was like, maybe I didn't vote for Trump. You know what I mean? People have been slowly, you know, backing off, especially since he's been talking more and more and speaking more and more, all of the BS. So it's like, you're right. Who did like who elected him? Who are these motherfuckers? Was it was it his best friends in Russia? Because I don't know. I need, like, what I need is all, going on? we need to have like a a mass count, like a head count. Like everybody just step outside yeah. and raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. Because uh, I, 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 I can't I can't figure it out. And I even even I understand uh the racial divide in America. I understand that racism is still very much alive. That there are bigots, that there are people who who feel how they feel, um, that there are tons of alt right members, and we probably have some of them as personal close friends. But even those people will still not stand up and say the shit that he's saying openly. So who are these? Who, who the hell are these people? I mean, I don't know. There's, I mean, I I, I do the the. I mean, I guess openly is is up for interpretation because now openly is nobody does anything in person, right? Like, you know. But if you look on Twitter, they out there and they out there in droves and they be waiting on something to happen. And see, even on Twitter, so like you can, can you can look at some of them stuff. and you can tell that like not all of them. I'm not saying a vast majority, but a small percentage of those are uh, fake accounts and people blatantly saying something so that it can be seen and ran with from mm-hmm. the other parties just to get that publicity out there and get their the rhetoric going. But with that said, still, I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to spend all day on it. I just think, <laughs> I just think it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Right, like so the state of the, America is crazy right let's now. Let's go to the next craziest thing. Uh, 
Man, and I had to do a book report about this dude. So that's this is why it hurts me even even more. I read uh what is it? Uh uh Hands. What's yeah, that? I I, and I yeah. watched the movie. Yeah, I read, read the, the book, watched I read the, the movie. book, had to do a book report. Ben Carson was a fucking hero. He, and see, this is the thing. He's he's been a national hero from a from a child. As long as you he's didn't have always, to hear him speak. Yeah, he's always <laughs> been like that the African American like our like go to guy yeah, like man. look at all he's done look how much he's been the published you know you know try to do that like he's doing making a change then you hear this motherfucking speak oh my gosh oh 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 so this latest thing this motherfucker says immigrants came over to America on slave ships because they wanted better lives. That's the gist of what he said. That's not the direct quote. Um, That's not the direct quote. Go, say the direct quote. Say the direct quote. Right. I, I gotta find I'm going to let you say the direct quote because it was bullshit. It, it, it's all bullshit. But it was like, uh, it was something to the effect that, yeah, the, the immigrants that came over here on slave ships uh, that had dreams for better life. Like, like, as if they was on the boat, like, we going to America. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we ain't had no choice about we it. We going to, you know. And, uh uh how how someone in his position, uh, how a black man in his position could could evoke slavery in that manner just is mind boggling. Like, and nobody like is he writing his own speech? I he gotta have speech writers too. Like, is he writing his own speeches? Like nobody, probably, I don't know. Nobody looked at this and said, "Hey, bro, I don't know if you want to say that part. Like, maybe, maybe don't say that part because." I don't know. I, I saw Samuel Jackson's response to it, which was which was pretty dope. Uh, but man, it's it's. But it, you got to think that like that's why he's in the position that he's in, is that if a black man comes out and says it and 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 talks about slavery in that sort of nonchalant manner, as if it was uh, as if we were, we were just immigrants that came here looking for a better mm-hmm. life, then that then then when a you know then when an alt right member or when you know. When a white supremacist, you know, makes that statement, they feel more in power. Like one of yeah. your, one of your, one of your best and brightest, exactly. said this. I'm just repeating what one of your, and he, and he just giving them did. more ammo and more BS to feed into whatever stupid ass notions uh, they already have. Yeah. I mean, and that's a lot of what I got from watching that Get Out movie is that. Uh, the scariest part about racism in the, in this country right now is that the people that do it don't believe they're being racist. Mm-hmm. Like I could I can almost deal with somebody who knows they're racist, who is an outright racist. Now, I'm a racist. I'm a Nazi. Whatever. I yes, I don't like you. I despise you, and I want you gone. You know, and I know that that's maybe not right, or maybe not mm-hmm. the, you know, but that's how I feel. Then these people that have these b- beliefs and believe it's in your best interest. And believe that they're they're doing things that are good for the country, and they're not being discriminatory. I'm I'm just saying, you know, you guys are immigrants like everybody. You know, I'm when you hear people say, I'm just saying, if, you if know black people, you know, if if you guys didn't sell drugs all the time, you didn't, the police wouldn't harass you. I'm just saying, you know. And we're not even black people. Not the ones selling the most drugs. Where do you think we we not the ones getting it in the country? We're not the ones buying it. But I'm just saying these people don't, you know, they say these things to you. Like when you go someplace and somebody asks you what sport you play, or when you go someplace and, and somebody wants to tell you how much they love Obama, you know, 
not knowing your political stance at all, mm-hmm. you know, they don't understand that that's racist. They don't exactly. understand, you know, they don't believe they're being racist. And that's scarier than the people who actually mm-hmm. are racist, who are overtly. Uh, yeah, because them, them I can deal with. I know how to handle you. I know where you're coming from. Hey. You have you have no frame of reference. You, you're in total denial at this point. I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know what to say to you. Hey, there's no stopping the person who thinks that they're, they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone who knows they're not doing the right thing has to hide and be, you know. But people who think they're doing the right thing. Like we said in another episode, some of the greatest wars were fought on the behalf of God and their people's religion and their beliefs and the ideology that they're doing was best for man and mankind. Don't get me started. <laughs> speaking of speak, so speaking of Get Out, right. did you see that list that I tagged you in? Yeah. Did, you All didn't, of the, the Easter eggs? Did you, you read it? Without seeing the movie? I read it without seeing the movie. Oh, man. But I'm the type of person, it doesn't ruin anything for me. It it makes me want to go, like, watch and look closer to make sure, like, like it just makes me think that there is more subtle nuances to the movie, which opens up my mind's eye. And, like, I want to pay more attention instead of just looking at it and letting stuff gloss over. Now, I, I definitely went in there believing, like, there was was tons of hidden Mm -hmm. meaning. And so I was looking for stuff. And those things... Still got past me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that serial one, I thought it was crazy. Yeah, that was that was crazy. That was, and I was looking at that like that is, that's weird. That's very subtle. Though. That's weird, but and then it also like because Jordan Peele comes across as a stoner. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, see, he comes across. See, this is this, what's throwing me. I originally didn't want to see it. Genius, because <laughs> I I just did not see Jordan Peele in this nah, vein, like in this, this light. Him doing that, I did not expect this guy that. I'm, is a I'm, freaking genius. Like, yeah, the the subtle imagery and foreshadowing he put into that movie, and uh, the social commentary, uh, just just artfully done. Like, it, 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 I'm blown away. Yeah, I was I, I enjoyed the movie, and then reading that list was like, holy shit! Like, yeah, like how did you <laughs> squeeze this shit in? And then and that whole like picking cotton. Th- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read that. I was like, "Holy shit, he is!" And see, the thing about that, then you read, you read a list like that, and then you go out into your everyday life, and you start picking up on the fact that people do these things subconsciously, yeah. and you do things subconsciously because that's what in, in your innermost feelings, that's what you're thinking, that's what you're feeling, and it's like, "Holy shit, this is like you know what I mean?" Like it opens you up to what people are actually thinking and feeling and then you start to analyze shit on a whole different level. It's like, oh, what the fuck? You racist bastard. Did you read the thing about their, uh, that not being the original ending? Nah. I won't spoil the ending for you, but Mm -hmm. there's, yeah, there's an article out there about, uh, so I can't wait for like the, the director's cut or the the DVD. Mm -hmm. That'll be a movie I actually do get on. On Blu-ray or something, because uh, yeah, I, I, I probably I think I'll buy it too. I'm sure there's plenty more things in there that I didn't catch, and I'll just be watching it every day, just glued to the screen, taking notes or something. But yeah, extremely dope movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen Get Out, uh, I recommend it. It's it's not just a horror film, and it's not even. Uh, and the other brilliant thing about because I don't like horror movies, I I don't go to horror movies. I I think it's asinine to pay to be scared. Like, I, I don't like the feeling of being afraid. So why would I pay you to make me feel afraid? I hate that. And I think this movie, like things would build to like a, 
uh, fever pitch in terms of mm-hmm. the thriller, and then there'd be like some comic relief. Like there was there was that side of Jordan Peele in there as well. Like there was always some comedy, something to make you laugh. Like after you've been through a tense stretch, something will happen to make you laugh, and then you go back to the you know the horror movie, mm-hmm. and then something will happen to make you yeah, laugh. Not- we we've got to see this movie. We gotta we gotta squeeze this movie in uh, sometime this week because uh, Kong comes out too. So I want to see Kong. Um, I want to see Kong because I think the visuals are going to be dope. But I think that Get Out is going to be something that's pretty pretty freaking spectacular. And I just I want to support it. Like I'm glad I went to see it. That it's, I want to support. It. And I like the fact that right now we have. Uh, like two, at least you know, two critically acclaimed big time black movies that have nothing to do with slavery mm-hmm. or or civil and not knocking because Hidden Figures I thought excellent movie. I haven't seen Fences, um, but yeah, I, I, I thought think, you saw Fences. I didn't, I didn't I haven't seen Fences. Actually, we got three movies out. How many movies do we have out now? Fences, Hidden yeah. Figures, Get I, but Out. I'm, I'm just talking else? about Moonlight and Get the Out Moonlight. because uh, because they are movies that don't. Like I think most of the time when you think about big time black movies, for some reason they always tend to be uh, slavery or or civil rights. You know, yeah, they, these two it's, movies it's, are pushing pushing. Yeah, the these two yeah. movies are black movies and have nothing to do with slavery or civil rights. Now, Get Out is still racial. Uh, I haven't seen Moonlight, so I'm not you know, and that's got the LGBTQ. I need to. Act. My mom was going to see it, and man, all right, mama, don't don't get offended, but. This is for the show. I got to share my real feelings with the people that's listening. People always ask me about racism. And I say the biggest racist I know is my mother. Because <laughs> my, my mama, is, she grew up in it, you know. And she would tell me stories about how... Uh, she was telling me the story about how they, they never had Ritz crackers as kids. The only time her mother would buy Ritz crackers were when they were... Uh, taking a trip to South Carolina. That's my, my family's from South Carolina. And she bought them then because that would get the children to stop asking about stopping somewhere to mm-hmm. eat because they couldn't. They couldn't stop anywhere to eat. So, you know, my grandmother would fry chicken, get the crackers. She would have all the food they needed in the car and they would stop somewhere and have picnics and stuff like that because there, there was nowhere that they could stop to get food. There wasn't, they couldn't do those kinds of things, you know. They couldn't stop to use the bathroom, you know. And so my mother grew up in that. And so, you know, she has, in her mind, she doesn't have any hate for other races. She just prefers to be around her own. Yeah. And uh, I can understand that. that, that I can understand, but she's still yeah. racist. She's still, still racist. <laughs> and so, yeah, my mom was going to see Moonlight. And uh, I thought it only right. And she's extremely religious. And I thought it only right. I let her know because I think they were just under the impression. My mom and my aunt, which is like 19 years older than my mom, so she's in her 80s. Um, I thought it only right that I warned them that it was a LGBT. I was about to say, I was just about to say, <laughs> are they aware? Yeah, I think uh, they just thought it was a black uh, movie. They were like, we going to go see a black movie. No, no. I'm like, my, uh, it's, it's a little more, and I hear that there's some scenes. Like, my mom don't like to see black people kiss, and she specifically says black people. Like she she'll see a movie with white people kissing, but she thinks black people but kissing. Black people kissing is wrong. They, they she thinks we're we're too nasty. We, we make too much noise and it's it's saliva. She don't like. <laughs> I tell you, my, my my mother is the biggest racist I know. I love her to death though. I love my mama, and I'm turning into her. I, I am becoming my mother's child every day. 
And I'm proud of that. So, Mama, I'm, uh, I love you. I'm sorry I had to call you racist in front <laughs> of uh, the world. But all of our it is what it million is. listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So, so on to some positive, uh, some more positive black news. Even though Get Out, that's a positive black news. And Moonlight is positive black news. Chance the Rapper. I'm going to start out with him. Because we know somebody else did it. But Chance uh, donates a million dollars to Chicago Public Schools. Yes. And and moreover, it was the, what was it, uh, Arts and Arithmetics? Yeah, I didn't. I, I, th- I think it was to Chicago Public Schools, but he specifically, I think, wanted to fund the Arts and Arithmetics programs, okay. um, or so I read online. Um, either way, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big donation. Yeah. And it was not only... Donating the money, he uh, he met with the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, definitely. Try, and he even met, he met with the governor. Left saying, you know, I just got a bunch of vague answers. I, and left saying he didn't really get the most positive uh, vibe leaving the meeting. But that wasn't going to stop him mm-hmm. from contributing and doing what he could uh, for the school system. So I think that's that's definitely dope. Uh, I think a lot of people. Don't put the faith in public schools that they should. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, as public schools have been on a steady decline and people sort of uh, use that as a springboard to start, you know, investing in and starting up all of these charter schools. But I mean, not everybody has the the, the privilege or, or not even the privilege a uh, way to make it to those charter schools. I mean, either way, public education, free education needs uh to be better because for the majority of uh students kids that you know that's the system that they have to go through like we yeah. need to make it a uh, better make, solution yeah, the public school system you know adequate like not not that you have to go somewhere and pay to get a decent education mm-hmm. hey, the public school system should be an outlet for people to get a decent education but i want to i don't want to take away from chance but i do want to since you mentioned charter yeah. schools uh i graduated from a a, a charter school and um I have a pretty negative view of the charter school system because basically, you know, for those who who may not understand how charter schools work, um, they only get a portion of their funding from the state or or federal. The other part, the other part of their uh, funding, they get private privately. And because of that, they have some freedom with the curriculum and uh, some freedom with, you know, certain policies and things that they, they can do. So it lets them, uh, you know, experiment with, I don't want to use the word experiment, but it lets them do some things that maybe public schools aren't ready to do or are not ready to embrace on a, on a wide scale level. And they, they have to sacrifice funding in order to have yeah. that freedom. But then my experience in charter schools was because that funding is needed, uh, I kind of feel like at times uh, I was a fundraiser. Like I can see that, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was a child that could, you know, could speak well. Uh, my, my test scores were, you know, were very high. You know, I was, I was presentable. I knew how to act in front mm-hmm. of people. So I did all kinds of interviews, uh, newspaper interviews, uh, TV interviews. When someone would come to the school, I'd be one of the kids that they, they met mm-hmm. and talked to. I was flunking. We going to parade around our good old boy. Yeah, I <clears> was <throat> failing everything under the, under the sun. So <laughs> I wasn't coming to, if they did catch me for an interview, it was lucky they caught me on the day I came to school 
I wasn't, you know, like mm-hmm. I wasn't, and and it was sort of to the almost to the point where I feel like I got pushed through because there's no way I could fail. Like not the poster boy, not the mm-hmm. guy we put out there and told all of them, "Hey, here's an example of how well our school works. Look at look at him." Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't not graduate because then that was a sign of a greater yeah. failure. You know, so uh, that aspect of it worries me when when it does have to become a little bit of a business. And it has to be some focus toward getting these private funds, and you have to do things in yeah. order to get like people to many, donate. How many cuts and sacrifices are being how made? Many, how many sacrifices are being made? How what are we doing to, you know, what are we doing to get this money? And what yeah, are these, you know, what do these companies want? What are these, uh, what do these people want for this money? What these people want, bro, my nigga. So yeah, that's that's my gripe on public school. I'm probably making a lot of people mad. Uh, I love you, Doctor Johnson and Doctor Williams. Y'all, were, y'all were good people, but uh, I do. I didn't leave with a uh, with an overwhelmingly positive view of, of the charter school system. All right, so <clears throat> we spoke about Chance. Another person also, you know, came forward, donated some money. D Rose donated a million dollars, million dollars to the Chicago public school system, <clears throat> and you can a million dollars. A million dollars is a million dollars. Yeah. The, did you see the people online talking about, oh, only a million dollars? How can he and give two? Did you give a million dollars? A million dollars? Do you know how much a million dollars is? One like, million dollars. That's a, that's a lot of that's damn lot money. Of money. They weren't obligated to give a million dollars of damn money. And, and and you know what? I, I don't want to be one of those people because a million, <clears throat> excuse me, a million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. Any way you look <clears throat> at it, you can't scoff at it. It's a lot of money. But I personally feel like that million dollars coming from chance meant a lot of more, a lot more. Yeah. And let me tell you what. Go ahead. Now, I feel like it came more, one, he wholeheartedly believes in the cause. He yeah. wholeheartedly believes in uplifting his people, uplifting his neighborhood, his family, his friends. Like, this is him. He's not yeah. doing anything for publicity. No. Nah. Like, this is this, regardless of cameras was there or not, he would do it. This is this dude, 100%. Yeah. You know, he, he has faith in himself, his people, and his Lord, and not in that order. We, you know, we already know what order comes in. And he's not, he's not <laughs> sacrificing that, breaking his back for no one. That's number yeah. one. Number two, he ain't got millions to give. He, I mean, I feel, I feel like, what's his... I gotta, I gotta look his, it up. We gotta look up. The last time I looked up his net worth, it was about 500000 You know what I'm saying? So his, he gave away his album for free. So he's not getting nothing but from uh, touring... And merch, you still. Hey, how does that work when you uh, when you put stuff on Spotify, like when you stream it? I don't know, but I uh, mean, he can get ad revenue. Yeah, this is his net worth is a million dollars. That's what I'm saying. He was just at coming off his tours. This is what that's what I'm saying. He's giving his money. He get, he's giving it all. You know what I'm saying? He's putting it all on the line because he knows he's about to get more money because he's going into more tours. But he is not a multimillionaire yet. You know, he he got his money. He gave it right back and said, I'm about to grind. You know what I mean? He's willing to go broke for what he believes in. And that, like, you you got to stand up for that. You got to applaud that. But he, he, he ain't got it. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, and I think it means, it's, it's just like you were saying, like, you know, he, he doesn't necessarily have all that money to give. And then his money... Whatever money he does have, like he's truly homegrown. Like, yeah, you know, he, he doesn't have a major. Di- he's scoffing at major. Di- he's turning down millions. 
multi millions. He's people talking about twenty million. He's like ha ha ha. Yeah. Like he's like because he doesn't care. And he and he wants to do it his way. Mm-hmm. He wants to do it, and he is proven that that you can do it your way. You can you can maintain your artistic integrity. You can have nobody pushing your buttons, and you can be successful. You can reach the highest heights. You can get Grammys. You know, you can get Grammys and then give mm-hmm. a speech about God. <laughs> I think what was it? Uh, somebody was saying how they liked the fact that he uh, he could say God and then curse in like the next sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's dope too. And and I I truly appreciate how far in certain aspects the 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 nation and the populace has come because when um when Kanye made uh Jesus walks wasn't nobody messing with that man don't don't get me started with then Jesus nobody and, and, and I granted it's, it's you, you can't even compare Jesus walks to this body of art that Chance the Rapper has yeah. released I understand that I'm just speaking off the fact that Kanye said Jesus and everybody was like no. Chance the Rapper uh, came out. Kanye whole, West almost got nominated for a uh, gospel rap album of the year. Uh, that, oh, no. Yeah. Just because he said Jesus? Just because no. he said Jesus. Like, yeah, no. I thought I thought people uh, people took Jesus Walks too seriously. And, he, and they were saying like, it was this great uh, religious statement. And I listened to the song and I didn't, I didn't feel, I feel like other than it said Jesus Walks, it wasn't mm-hmm. about Jesus. About Diddley. Yeah. But and yeah, then I listened so. to the rest of that album. Which wasn't definitely gospel. wasn't about Jesus, so, uh, but yeah, yeah. shout out to Kanye West, man. Keep so, your head up. Yeah, so that's that's why I I definitely feel and recognize where Chance is coming from because he's he's putting it all on the line. He's not doing it. He's doing it for the love. He's not doing it for the money. Obviously, yeah. he's not doing it for kickbacks. He's he's literally giving back everything he's getting. Yeah, he gave it all back. Soon as he got his paycheck, he was like, "Hey, you go Chicago." So I mean, I think that's pretty friggin' dope. You can't all the people that's talking about why he ain't give two, he ain't got it. Just like you ain't got it. I gave you one. I gave you everything I got. Now I ain't got no more to give. I swear, man. That's like that's like you meet a homeless person and you give him a dollar and like a dollar. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you ain't had this dollar. You don't get the fuck out that's of here. Saying, people, people dollar. kill me when they do stuff like that. We're like. Are you really gonna scoff at a million dollars? You gonna sit here and tell me a million dollars ain't nothing? I should have gave two million when you ain't give two dollars. Nah. You ain't give two shits, and you complain. My yeah, get out of here. Nah. I just I, yeah, I like everything that Chance stands for. I'm 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 happy that we have a a Chance the rapper yeah. right now because I think that you know the, so the other thing in Chicago is that we we've got to find a way. So if the school system gets better, right, we've also got to find a way to make school attractive to children again. Yeah, school system's got to get better. And with the school system getting better, hopefully that means that school will become attractive again. You know, maybe hopefully a part of the betterment process means um, after school programs and, um, you know, this centers and halls and things open up. They need to find a way to get these kids off the street. They need to find a way to get these kids jobs hobbies into sports vocational training they need to give these people something to do with their free time other than being uh, what's, what's the word lackadaisical and and you know give having them have all of this idle time idle time is the devil's work yeah. they don't have anything to do with their times so they're like oh well i might as well run the street to my friends and pick up a gun and shoot somebody I, I think it goes even further than that like like 
the school system getting better by itself uh, is not going to do it. Um, we've got, and, and uh, what was that guy? Umar, is it Umar Johnson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw a video he posted, uh, and I'm, I've never been one to like watch his videos and be like, yay, Umar mm-hmm. Johnson speaks the truth. But um, he was talking about how, you know, we got to we gotta get away from this uh, fake gangster rap yeah. thing. Like, you know, rap is a beautiful art form. I, you know, both you and I uh, <clears throat> were involved in the music or are involved in the mm-hmm. music. I don't know where I stand from day to day. But uh, it's a beautiful art form. It doesn't have to be this way. We, you know, doesn't, these, yeah, these guys don't have to talk. You know, there are other things to talk about than, you know, sex, drugs, violence, materialism. Like we, this is what we're pumping into our children. So even if the mm-hmm. schools get better, if the schools aren't saying, come over here and you get all the bitches you want and a, and a Bugatti, that's, you know, and, and over here they saying, bitches in Bugatti, then they, they, they going to go over there. See, that's, and that's what makes me appreciate some of these rappers that are like, like so Chance. much more, man. Hey. Like Chance, like k like hey. just some of them, like the, the stuff that they're saying, um, you know, granted, you know, they're not, they're, it's not like they're saints, yeah. but they're taking more responsibility for what they're putting out there into the universe and what they're telling these kids and they're giving them a more positive message and letting them know, you know, there is another way. Yeah. And, you're right. That's what we need. We need more people to say that there's another way, and that. we need to to, to sort of feed it to these kids in a way where it's where it's uh, uh, ap- uh, appealing, appealing, you know, yeah. and it's appetizing, and then pulling them away from all the other BS because you're saying, uh, "Bitch, kill a drug, get money, have sex." Like that's all they're thinking, and they thinking that they have to do these things in order to have that type of lifestyle, and you don't. Yeah. And this, you know, I think this is it's turning out to be a good episode because it's just making me think of more and more stuff. Uh, like I was having a conversation with my mom uh, not too long ago and uh, we were talking about what we talked about on some of those lost episodes mm-hmm. with the, uh, you know, like how do I raise, um, <clears throat> how do I raise my daughter in this world? How do I give her my values but then make her able to be out in a world that doesn't recognize or appreciate those values or even sometimes vilifies those values. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the things she was saying to me, because I used to have a problem with like introducing children to religion too early. Like I felt mm-hmm. that was like brainwashing, and uh, and I still have, you know, I'm still working that out in my head, like how that all should work. But you know, one of the things she was saying to me is that if you don't put your values in your child, if you don't give your child values, somebody will. Mm-hmm. So that you know, the idea that we shouldn't tell people what to do. We shouldn't use certain words around in that. You, you know, I'm not trying to go into that discussion, but you know, certain pronouns that we're mm-hmm. not supposed to use or, 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 or certain influences we're not supposed to give people. If you don't give it to them, somebody, they're going to get it from somewhere, yeah. you know, so it's like, don't let them beat you to the punch. Don't let them beat you to the punch. And this is what we're putting out and giving to them. You know, we got to give them, we got to give them something else. We got to give them. So I, so I think the school's getting better is great. But until we build a culture around that that values school, mm-hmm. the school getting better is not going to yeah. be enough. I agree but we can that. do it. We can do it. We can do it. I, when I was with a million dollars, is a start. Two million dollars. Two million dollars. Now we on two million dollars. Who else got the next million? Come on, Wale. 
What's up? Give a million dollars. Anybody want to wanna donate to the What Is TWS Educational Fund? <laughs> did Wale go to DCPS? Kevin Durant did. Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant went to a DC public high school. That's what they call it, DCPS. DC DC public school. Yeah. District of Columbia public school. Yeah, the acronym for my high school was WMST PCHS. Sure. <laughs> Washington Mathematics, Science, and Technology Public Charter High School. I just went to Midwood. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Actually, we... it was the uh, Midwood High School of Arts and Sciences. I, well, we ain't say all that. I went to Midwood. Yeah. That's why when people ask me where I went to school, I say Baloo. We started out as a school within a school mm-hmm. in Baloo. And it's just much easier to say Baloo. I'm not trying to like rep someplace I'm not from. Yeah. It's just much easier to say Baloo. Anyway, I went to WMST PCHS. Speaking, like, of, speaking of Midwood, there was a bomb threat at my old high school uh, the other day. And it was live on the news. The news was streaming it. And a helicopter in the sky. So I pulled it up and I'm like, what? This motherfucking Midwood. So, you know, I reposted on Facebook. I started tagging some like some Midwood heads. Yeah. Like some of my old classmates and stuff. And uh, so I'm watching a video and I'm like, it's a bomb threat. They're taking all the kids across the street to stand in the playground of the... the um. Little elementary school that's across the street. Yeah. If there's a bomb threat, I'm gonna need to do more than cross the street. Cross the street. I, I need I'm, I need to hit at least a block. Right. That debris is going right to and there's nothing blocking you. But I can that, openly see it. Has that stopped? Like I, I remember back in the day, like bomb threats being uh a fair I mean we knew they weren't real, we knew somebody mm-hmm. did it. But that was like a semi consistent thing. Like, you know, maybe two or three times a year. You knew you was going to get a day off because mm-hmm. somebody was going to phone in I've, bomb threat. I've never heard of a, a bomb threat at, at Midwood. And especially because, I mean, it is what it is. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a multicultural school, yeah. but it's in the middle of Brooklyn and Flatbush. And so you don't know Brooklyn and Flatbush is where all of the blacks, the Haitians, the Hispanics, it's, it's, that's the neighborhood where... If a bomb threat was to happen and the assailant was running away, he is not making it out of the neighborhood. That's that neighborhood that that school was in. Yeah. So that that's the place that you don't go to to mess with you. Columbine would never happen at that school. It's, it's, that's, it, it's, it's, not, it's not going down like that. You might get one. So the fact that there was a bomb threat, I'm like, what? That, that was crazy. But yeah, speaking of that, uh, crazy thing about bomb, crazy story about bomb threats. I worked at the Pentagon for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you know the way that the Pentagon is the five-sided building. Yeah. But, in the, you know, <laughs> but in the middle, uh, there's a courtyard. Mm-hmm. And so we had like, and this was after 9-11. So we would have like, there'd be like fire drills or, you know, drills mm-hmm. uh, every so often. And you'd be amazed how many people went into the courtyard, which is in the center of the building. Like if there's a bomb, if something is going to happen to the, the building, why would you want to go to the place where I mean, you're you surrounded by yeah. the building? You know, go. It's a mall crawl. I'm at, I'm at Pentagon City all day in the courtyard eating uh, uh, teriyaki chicken mm-hmm. or something. These people, these people are still in, yeah, the, I, in I, the middle I, of the I, building. That don't make no sense. Like yeah, they, they, you just gonna cross the street? It's, it's bomb threat though. Like you know, bricks can bricks can fly across the street. You might want to move a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Than that. Uh, I don't know. I just want to point out that. This man just explained to y'all, not me, <laughs> what the Pentagon was. The far side of the building. He explained hey, it to hey, y'all. Hey, hey, 
The school systems ain't. <laughs> we just had to donate a million dollars to get these schools up yeah, to par. You're right, you're right. Everybody might not know what. Yeah, you're right. If it wasn't for Sesame Street, I might not be 100% she sure did. of myself right now. My daughter know what a Pentagon is. Speaking of your daughter, she about to be a guest host in like five minutes. Yes, it's, it's about time to uh, wrap it up, B. Uh, hey, I think this has been a good episode. Yeah. Y'all, y'all did miss some good content. We're gonna find a way to, we're gonna find a way to rectify that. Uh, we're gonna get back on schedule. I might just drop this one in midweek, just because it's been so long. But uh, we are gonna get back on schedule. But thank you for joining us at the What Is TWS podcast. Love you guys. Yeah, we do Peace. love you. Oh, I gotta gotta do the uh, the the UTW. Nah, uh, man. Help me out. TT Charities, <laughs> ttcharities.org. Uh, check it out. Donate time, money, clothes, food, books, whatever they need. Tell T-T a friend. TT Charities. Uh, Flint, Michigan, three years plus, no clean water. Got to do something about that. And uh, I want to give another shout out to uh, my homeboy, yes. uh, Jamel Crothers. Just wrote his uh, third book. Uh, this man has been writing books for a few years now. Uh, he's released a few books, um, uh, some books of poetry and overall thoughts. Um, so the work has been uh, it's been pretty good. I like it. So he just released his new book. Um, you can find him on Amazon. Um, if you want to search him, uh, go to Amazon and just search Jamel, J-A-M-E-L-L, Crothers, C-R-O-U-T-H-E-R-S, Jamel Crothers. And he has his uh, third book up, America, America Brainwashed. And um, uh, it's pretty good. So go check it out. All right. All right. So, yeah. With that being said, I guess we can we can get up out of here and go be a dad again. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go play on my Switch. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I got a, a dungeon battle to finish here in a second. All right. That's enough. Later. Peace. Peace.